All right, let's do it. All right. Okay. Deep dive. Planet and flourishing. Season three. Message two. God's storehouse. Yes. What 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 is God's storehouse? What are we talking about here, Pastor Matt? Enlighten us all. Oh man, so much, so many things. Well, I think first of all, we should introduce our guest. Oh, we do have a guest. <laughs> yes, Meredith Davis. Meredith Davis. Hi. She's been so on this podcast before. The second half, <clears throat> aka yeah. the better half of the, oh, Dav- of the Davis very duo. Much so. You'll hear no, <laughs> the no. Yeah, definitely brains and beauty. The brains, the brains, and, brains the beauty. and face of the operation. Face for sure. I don't think that's true at all. Welcome, Meredith. Well, Thank you. You're definitely Thanks. the more humble of us. Um, so since this is your <laughs> second time on the podcast, you have to say something very profound right now. Uh, It'll probably just happen. It'll probably just happen. Yeah, before talking, say, actually, I, yeah. I, I, no. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Storehouse. God's storehouse. What are we talking about today, Pastor Matt? Oh, man. This is uh, part two of our series and um man what a great morning at church mm-hmm. honestly yeah. that was just such <clears throat> yeah. a i feel like things are happening uh, god's moving his people are kind of returning to church and yeah. you know there's an increase you can just feel the increase mm-hmm. yeah. so that was exciting but um but yeah this message was a really good message because um i think what god sort of sa- says through you know malachi 3 which was our pa- which was our text um just the power of um, bringing, you know, our best into the storehouse, mm-hmm. which is God's house in Malachi three, and then what that does for the benefit of everyone and the the community, all of God's people. And so, for, on the one hand, yes, it was about like um, tithing and that sort of practical side of like how we can live, yeah. but then it was also about how through that faith and obedience, God will bring about the kind of blessing that we can't even wrap our heads around. Yeah. Yeah. And we used a visual representation of that today, I believe, in this new concept uh, that's or this installation that's now permanent mm-hmm. called the storehouse. So I'm excited to talk about that too. But that's really the, the basis, the foundation of the message was was that kind of that that biblical principle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's like a ton to unpack just right off the bat with the, the verse that you chose in Malachi 3 because you talked about kind of where generations have used this verse mm-hmm. and they've kind of taken it and it's been one of those things where it's been used to like, it's all about money. It's all about money. Yeah. And you kind of, you didn't really attack that, but you, you cha- kind of changed the narrative. You said, <laughs> don't be scared of that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. part of it, but you have to look at this part first. And you talked about like that settling in your heart and how this is, it was God's to begin with. You're just giving God back his stuff that you borrowed. That. So maybe we can talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I think there is a definitely a negative connotation and a skew that the enemy has put on money in church in yeah. general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's just to me status quo, planning a church 2020. Mm-hmm. You've got to understand that. Um, but I, I think like what also is kind of standard is the enemy, if you look at say – history since Jesus is he taken any amount of truth um, (laughs) blessing like things that are just good about God Mm -hmm. and he has an amazing way of twisting it Mm -hmm. twisting truth Mm -hmm. and um, 
essentially allowing people to get bitter and offended and yeah. been out of shape about things that ultimately just are very good, wholesome things. Yeah. Um, and so I think putting God first in the area of our finances is just a, is one of those things, but because of maybe like the prosperity kind of generation, you know, which is pretty well, pretty well documented mm-hmm. these days that, you know, there was kind of a whole stream of churches that just went way too far mm-hmm. with that. And I like the way Nathan Finocchio says it. He says, it's not poverty gospel. It's not a prosperity gospel. It's a generosity gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, it's good. like, you know, that's where we want to be. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm not afraid to talk about it. I like, I actually love talking about tithing because our church doesn't need anyone's money, but mm-hmm. God loves people's hearts and mm-hmm. he wants to work in their hearts. And so that's for Jill and I, that's always been our approach mm-hmm. is like, if we could just get people to get the revelation in their heart, the, 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 the money side of things will take care of itself. Like mm-hmm. that's, it's really, that's why in the message that I talked about at beginning in our hearts mm-hmm. um, and, and just disclaimer, total disclaimer at church, is doing great financially, you know, like we don't, we didn't bring this message today because we're trying to get our yeah. giving up, yeah. you know, and, and, and that's truly, I believe because in the last five years, we've had so many people get this revelation of, um, putting God first and, uh, and honoring him Yeah, that, you know, our church is, is blessed when, when that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. It sounded at least from where I was sitting and I, I don't know if Tommy and Mary would agree with me on this. It sounded when you were talking about the revelation that you get with this kind of idea, it sounded like beyond personal for you. Like you had so much passion Mm. about it. Mm. So I'd love for you to maybe talk about like that moment in your life when you kind of had that revelation and how it's changed you since, because it sounds like it's an incredibly profound thing for you and it's kind of shaped the way you approach things. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good question because when I first um, gave my life to the Lord, started work, walking with Him, I didn't tithe straight away, and uh, and 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 that was just because I was skeptical, like everybody. I, was, I think that's pretty common. I don't think yeah. many people are right away. Yeah, and 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 to be honest, I I believe that through the discipleship process in in the kingdom of God, you it, this is a learned. Thing. Yeah, it's not like you get saved and then all of a sudden it's like you wake up in the morning like wow I got a revelation of putting God first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that has to be told to you, mm-hmm. uh, taught to you in God's word. So it has to be rooted in the word of God, which is very important. Which is why when we teach on tithing at our church, we always use scripture. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. in fact, I'll take that further and say even when we teach on anything to do with yeah. church and God. We, yeah. we always use scripture. Um, so for me, I just walked that journey out slowly. Um, I had my moments. I think that I had those moments when I went like a little bit too far with it and then I went a little bit, you know, too, too not far. <laughs> um, <laughs> not like far there enough. were moments when I was just like, I, I was sort of like generous because like, you know, I remember one time I gave like a significant amount of money, which at that time my life was actually pretty stupid. <laughs> um, and, and God, you know, God obviously w- took care of me anyway, but um, it was beyond, it was just beyond wisdom, you know, yeah, like yeah. it was just kind of like it was mm-hmm. reckless. And um, so I, I had that and then I had moments when I didn't tithe at all. I was stingy and, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of stuff. And then, And then there was just something, there was just a time, I think it was like, it was before Jill and I got married. I was, I was like maybe 20, 21, and I just got it. Mm. I just finally got it. And I, can re- I, I remember it was, it was a meeting I had with, um, I used to have lunch with Robert Ferguson from Hillsong Church, mm. and he and I would mm-hmm. meet 
Um, we met probably half a dozen times for lunch at this spot down in Darling Harbour in Sydney. And um, I'd love to be a fly on the wall for those mm-hmm. lunches. Oh my gosh. Like I still can't believe you actually agreed to have lunch <laughs> with me. Like, <laughs> but if you know, you know, Robert, he's just like the most down to earth dude ever. Like he's just like, so we would meet and um, I remember one time he started talking to me about Abraham's blessing. And I remember just th- being like, like what? Like that? Like why would he bring that up? And from beginning to end, he just got me to understand that the same blessing that was bestowed upon Abraham through God is now my blessing. Wow! And it was like when I received that understanding and that re- I truly believe revelation in a moment can change everything. Yeah. yeah. And so I received it, and I and I chose to accept it. Yeah. And I remember mm-hmm. that just thinking like, Pastor Robert was saying, "This is truth." This is Abraham's blessing. It's now yours if you want it, if you understand, if you'll receive it. And I did. And then I felt like from that moment on, there was just this freedom over my finances where I got it. I was just like, it all comes from God anyway. It's all his. Um, He gives me a choice. Every paycheck, every time there's increase, I I get the opportunity. Do I honor God with it or do I not? And Mm -hmm. I've definitely never done it um, perfectly the whole time. Um, But I'll tell you, that there have been seasons, like I said today in the message, where, where Jill and I, in our marriage even, early on in our marriage, where there was a season where we didn't tithe. And I felt I could, all I can remember from that season was turmoil financially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. It's all I can remember. It's just this like um, craziness, a sense of no control, mm-hmm. um, a sense of like just uh, I hate that feeling of feeling unsettled. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. It was kind of like I was just like a wayward ship, you know, in the wind. Mm-hmm. But then the moments, the, the all, since then, what I've learned is that as of tithe, it's like everything works. Mm-hmm. Everything comes together. Mm-hmm. Even the t- times when it's when it's still a struggle and there's still, yeah. I got to I got to try to make stuff happen. I got to do mm-hmm. my part. God always comes through. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a revelation I've had, and mm-hmm. from that from that place I live now, and um and I really want all of our people to get to, to get that for themselves mm-hmm. and so yeah. we're just doing our very yeah. best to teach and we have from the beginning is just teach on it and teach on it teach on mm-hmm. it yeah. yeah um and just let people get it for themselves free will no one has to give in our church yeah. no one has to give a cent you could come for years to our church and not give anything and no one will say anything to you um mm-hmm. and that is just how we are yeah. because it's yeah. free will mm. that's awesome it's so cool too to think about like i've been coming to this church for I don't know, four something years, I think yeah. And before that, tithing was always something I really struggled with. Like if I'm being honest, like we never mm-hmm. were consistent about it, yeah. or even like really practice it all that well. But I remember from the very start, and this this is I think this speaks to your consistency with this revelation. There was always two things that stood out to me. You were like, it was the idea of like. First of all, this first 10% is not yours anyway. None of this is really yours. This is right. just God asking you to give it back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and second of all, you always promoted like good stewardship. Right. You know, you're like, don't be silly with it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like trust in mm-hmm. it and, you know, follow this and be, be smart with what God has blessed you with. Right. And like to me, I think that helped shape the narrative. I was like, mm. oh, okay. This isn't just me giving this willy-nilly because I'm trying to, like, appease him. This is me yeah. giving this back to God. But this is also God saying, like, I've blessed you with all of this. Right. Be wise with it. Yeah. Don't be right. silly with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really, really important for mm-hmm. me to hear at least so I could settle it more in my heart, you know, and yeah. in terms of what it actually meant instead of, like, this 
I don't want to say forced narrative that occurs in churches, but it is kind yeah. of like a, hey, you're at church, you need to give. There's a mm-hmm. lot of that going on. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and that, I believe a lot of that is rooted in um, good intention. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And those pastors, they're just doing their best and they're trying and, and so am I. Um, but I think you have to get this for yourself. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I think we can hear mm. secondhand from people and get inspired but it's mm-hmm. when we get it for ourselves from the Word of God that we yeah. get a revelation that changes our own lives. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like faith, you know. You can't have secondhand faith. Mm-hmm. You know that'll only mm-hmm. carry you so far. Yeah. Right. And then then the crisis comes. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it's like, where's your faith? What's your faith mm-hmm. look like? Um, this is the same thing because tithing truly is an act of faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then putting God first, I believe, in every area of your life is an act of faith. And what is faith? Faith is just simply fully persuaded trust. That God is gonna, that God is gonna. Um, That's an Instagram quote right yeah, there. Yeah, good. that God is gonna come through, and that He will. And 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 again, like I feel like, you know, <laughs> we get some runs on the board, you know, with our faith, and it just becomes easier. I said that today. I think in the eleven, um, I think I might have written that down between services today. Hmm. That bit about it not being easy. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I felt like I went back to my desk uh, between services and I was like, oh, I can do better. I can do better. What What can I? T-? I took out one part of scripture and then I added that thought in. I was just like, it doesn't mean that it's easy, mm-hmm. but it does get easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And mm-hmm. so, uh, so yeah, it was. It's good. Yeah. It's solid. Yeah. Um. The big, I think, for me, the big takeaway, well, there was a couple of them, but one of the big ones, you know, is I'll never come second by putting God first in my life. And that's something that's kind of spoken in our house all the time. Like mm-hmm. you you come to our church for any amount of time and you're going to hear that yeah. said at least once in a, whether it's a team rally, whether it's a generosity message or whether it's directly from you on platform. And I love how that ties into this idea of like God's storehouse and mm-hmm. like what we give back to God, he then blesses us with that Mm. kind of idea Mm. um so i think this is a good time to really talk about the practical moment of this which is still actually started a storehouse here (laughs) at colonial church um which was primarily the work of meredith um (laughs) yeah and tommy helped out a little bit yeah Yeah. i carried the stuff um yeah but i mean the vision (laughs) the way you know obviously matt you and jill had a vision for this and then, so I'd love to hear like where that came from. And then Tommy and Mara, I'd love for you guys to speak on what it was like putting that vision together and what this now totally. means for you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so, um, I don't believe in like selling products at our church. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I believe, <laughs> I believe in, um, providing resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a very big difference between selling something in church Mm-hmm. If if you come from that angle, like like an album, like you're selling an album, mm-hmm. or you're resourcing people, like to me, that's why I would write a book in the future because mm-hmm. I want to resource people, not because I want to sell widgets. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's a, just a different concept, and I think it comes from Malachi three, where God says, "Bring the tithe into the storehouse, so there may, may be food in my house." And that really speaks to me wow. about the church, yeah. mm-hmm. because if we can have a storehouse. Um, if our church can be a place of resource for people, a place of blessing, a place of abundance, a place of um, spiritual food, spiritual yeah. food, access, yeah. um, all those things. And so 
Um, and Katie, Katie, uh, Katie Ellen in our church like laughs at me about this because she said to me one time, she's like, you really like this whole resource thing, don't you? You know, and I was like, yeah, I do. I really want us as a church to, to have resource available. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, so this kind of idea was born, but like, as we do colonial church, we don't do things in half measures. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we do them well. And so, yeah, this kind of idea came of like turning this one space. And if you're listening on the podcast, you've never actually been to our church, first of all, glad you're listening um yeah second of all come visit us one time um but in our lobby section we have this room that's kind of like a good size room but from the beginning of us moving in this building we've kind of a little bit all of us been a little bit like what could this be what what is it you know what's it supposed to be originally it was kind of like going to become a boardroom which was totally not right in the end because it's just too close to the lobby on sundays with people like a boardroom that doesn't make any sense yeah and so we tried a few things and then eventually we arrived at the storehouse and so Uh that's when my part ended and then (laughs) the davises (laughs) began these two hooligans and um yeah and now we're here today so it's pretty awesome Mm -hmm. yeah so what was that like for you guys, Mayor? I mean, I've, I see you work every day, so I kind of know what your process mm-hmm. is like, but maybe yeah. you can explain the process of coming up with this idea and taking it and turning it into reality. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, I would say, I mean, I think, so design for the church, I think, is completely rooted in empathy for where people are Mm -hmm, like how is how is Mm -hmm. a new believer how is someone who's never been in church going to experience this you know so Mm -hmm. um what is it going to mean to them how is it going to fuel them how is it going to help them grow what is it going to be like for families those are all the things that i kind of start with so to me the actual aesthetic of what it looks like is secondary Mm -hmm. to the purpose and when mm-hmm. I mm, that's good. When I get like tripped up by that sometimes, you know, like, okay, what should this actually look like? I always circle back to that, like, okay, what does this need to feel like? Like I almost mm-hmm. like I could close my yeah. eyes in that room and be like, regardless of what it looks like, what does it need to feel like? If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And um so yeah, I mean I also have to shout out Mackenzie because she is mm-hmm. amazing with language and wording and even helping me frame my ideas around what that room is supposed to be, giving it sort of the soul that mm-hmm. it has, I think. Mm-hmm. Um really largely comes from her and how she's helped us frame it in a way that people mm-hmm. can understand. But I think at its core it's it's a place to get planted so that you can flourish in God's mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. And we've tried to eliminate all the barriers that would potentially stand in the way of that. So one space, um, hopefully all your questions could be answered there. So. Yeah, yeah, because it does have two components of like the actual physical resources of like buying books and stuff like that, but then also the actual connectivity into like the colonial community right. is another huge, like it's a 50-50 split. Like we want to yeah. be able to come in and be able to buy um whatever book like we are currently reading or, or, you know, something like purchase something like that, Mm -hmm. but then also join up like for dinner party or our essentials classes or different things like that. We want both those things to be able to happen. Yeah. 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 Which is for you, Mare, for what you're doing is like two very different feels Mm -hmm. as well. Like those are two very different people. Like we want to be able to resource people who have been here for a long time and resource people who have never been here before. Yeah, Yeah. So it's like all in one 
Yeah. It's a good size space, but a relatively small space, right. which has been. Yeah. It's been amazing to see mm-hmm. that room come together. And like, I'm kind of looking at this moment, quite honestly, as kind of a watershed for us because mm-hmm. it really mm-hmm. is a pivot on the way we're not only doing branding, but the way we're referring to certain things that have been around in our church for a while. We're like, okay, mm-hmm. no, this is the new language and this is the way we're approaching it. And it's all like, it all comes across so well, like mm-hmm. in that space. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you're all at once like, interested in looking at what's on the shelf but you're also like you want to spend an hour in there and just yeah. be at home yeah like you yeah. just want to go in there and drink a cup of coffee yeah. and sit around with friends curl up yeah and i think that's pretty amazing that we've mm. been able to accomplish that and i mean yeah that's got to be satisfying for you from like a perspective of like okay this is what i envisioned maybe it's not what you envisioned originally yeah. i mean yeah. but hopefully it was and yeah no it definitely is i think also just the potential of that room is really mm-hmm. exciting i think what it's going to look like six months to a year from now is going to be completely different in mm-hmm, a good way. Yeah. I think I see it as a place that's always evolving with different, with different resources or, you know, different ways of giving people what they're mm-hmm. looking for. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I'm definitely yeah. proud of the team for, yeah. for making that happen. Yeah. There's so many, so many people involved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it's one of those things where we really just have blessed with like an um, an amazing team and it, like I don't know if we said it on here if it was just in in your message but it's been something that's been talked about over for the, for the past few months when things haven't really been happening in a physical way like just because of you know quarantining and stuff like that mm. this was the first step in kind of a yeah. this is what next phase yeah. of colonial is going to start looking like how right. what we did here Mm-hmm. Is gonna start informing the lobby, and then from there, it's gonna start informing like the ma- the auditorium, yeah. mm-hmm. and things yeah. are gonna start trickling out of this room. And mm-hmm. things that we've been ta- just talking about and planning yeah. and orchestrating and stuff is like now starting to get visualized. Yeah, and this I, is cool to see it. I think the weight that it gives, like kind of talking about principles of our house and what we really believe in, you know, the fact that we went to this effort and you know used resource to make this happen really says a lot about how important this is for mm-hmm. people yeah. and i yeah. think that alone speaks volumes um that mm-hmm. you know the importance of it in people's lives yeah yeah that's awesome i think it's going to become like a i mean i can already see on a week-to-week basis that place becoming somewhere where people are just drawn to naturally mm-hmm. <laughs> which i mean it's already like i think that's kind of like the the dream in the heart of our house anyway is for people to want to spend time here yeah. outside yeah. of just a Sunday. I mm-hmm. mean, we, we love it. I mean, this season is clearly a little, a little tricky. chaotic with yeah. it and tricky, but yeah, in the end, the church is never supposed to be a, the doors are shut yeah. on su- you know, after yeah. Sunday and mm-hmm. no one's in here except unless you work here. And that this space screams that like, mm-hmm. this is just like, please mm-hmm. come in. Yeah, take a moment, read a book, mm-hmm. chat, do whatever, and that's yeah. amazing. Like that's mm-hmm. so cool. To yeah, be around. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be cool to see uh, where it goes from here. I said this morning in Team Rally, I said it's pretty crazy to think this is a starting point for mm-hmm. Storehouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. just to see kind of the way we keep it fresh, you know, um, the way people use it, the way it just you know becomes like Meredith said, like part of just who we are yeah and i just uh you know we'll continue that way so yeah i'm i'm just like i love everything about it like if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen it you have to at least check out instagram for the photos or whatever but it's just beautiful it's got this amazing wall on it um 
like we need to actually ask them how they did that because I still don't know. The wall? The wall, oh, yeah. Wow. I actually helped with that. So oh, you helped? Chris okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So Tell I want to know. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be the one asking the questions for a second. So, <laughs> yeah. like, how did you take this Amazonian like yeah. uh, structure? Like, it's all it's all plastic, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah we'll, try to, we'll, try to alert. we'll try to describe it with words. This beautiful. Oh, it's just plastic. I wish. <laughs> we, okay, okay. We just don't have the best track record with real plants in this yes, building. Yes, true. So. Yeah, true. Florida. Heat. So how did how did you make that wall? Um, it's really not as as glamorous as it sounds. Um, we we did have to get some oversized sheets of plywood, mm-hmm. um, and we built out a structure of of it's like twelve by ten, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something massive, something insane. Um, but luckily, <laughs> it's St. Augustine, and we've got a guy for that. Yeah, yeah. so we know know we've always got a guy. It's just the way that that goes. So that's where it started. Was really just we had to attach um, a uh, pretty much a big black surface to the wall that we could start mounting things on. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, that was my part of the project and Mayor really kind of yeah. took over the rest of that side of it. I just researched, you know, fake green wall <laughs> yeah, materials. Yeah. Like I, I knew what I wanted. You know, a lot of times you see one, like one type of plant represented on a wall like that. And I mm-hmm. knew I wanted way more dimension and variation. Yeah. So it did take a while to find something that, that looked the part. And then thankfully it was like a, grid snapping system so yeah. we just sort of like put it all together like a giant puzzle and then stapled it in and yeah yeah for those of you who haven't seen it it's just imagine like i think the room is the wall itself is probably 14 by 16 foot total and then there's a 12 by 10 section that's literally just an ivy covered fern covered mm-hmm. hmm. green covered yeah wall <laughs> oasis yeah it just it's just like comes out of the wall and yeah. it actually has depth and dimension it's to beautiful. it beautiful yeah and it, it really is like i left after we put it up and was like how could i do this at my house <laughs> yeah. what part of this would work for my yeah. house yeah it really is cool it, it becomes like a centerpiece like even today was our kind of our unveiling i guess yeah pretty yeah. much totally um our first sunday that we had had that room open and it was just pictures all day long mm-hmm. just people just yeah. hanging out looking at it checking it out but really like interacting with the space yeah mm-hmm. i think um down the road you know it'll start having that more like comfortable feeling as people get more used to it and mm-hmm. stuff like that but today it was just a full-on i think people were i think people were excited that we were decorating their house type of mm-hmm. thing yeah. is kind of yeah. what it felt like yeah. was people have been kind of gone for a little bit and came back mm-hmm. and saw yeah someone did some work on their place mm-hmm. sort of thing yeah that's cool. is what it felt like it's pretty cool when you see people like react to that mm-hmm. you know like yeah. people and they're just blown away by like i remember one guy I saw like when we first moved into the building uh this guy posted on his instagram he comes to our church and um he walked into the bathroom kind of mm-hmm. hallway yeah and you know like we've got that decked out like it's just it looks so classy and excellent yeah. and just has all the vision sunday posters along the wall and it's got some cool lamps and side tables and you know of course black wall and obviously um, <laughs> all black everything it just looks mm-hmm. like a good space in fact i've even said a few times that like it'd be cool to film some stuff in there mm-hmm. and yeah. uh he posted on his instagram and said man my church is just like they they do it so well you know yeah. and i think that's a reflection <laughs> yeah. of of our heart towards the church is like yeah. 
um, you know, I heard it say this way, like perfection is worldly, but excellence is kingdom. Mm, yeah. yeah. And oh, so like good. if you strive for just perfection all the time and wanting to be perfect, you'll just do your head in mm-hmm. yeah. because like you'll never get there. But if mm-hmm. you carry a spirit of excellence towards the church, that's a kingdom of God attribute. Yeah. yeah. And so we, we've approached this and it really is, it has a spirit of excellence Mm -hmm. and it's, and you walk in there like, like the, the shelving, like is just clean. The design is great. Like the way you guys have curated all the shelves and like even the resources on there, it's like, like we've got Nathan Finocchio's books, Louis Giglio's books, Pastor Brian Houston's books. Mm -hmm. We've got Alabaster, um, Proverbs, Mm -hmm. you know, Pastor Bobby. Uh, Pastor Bobby Houston, um, you know, like the very, I believe the very best of what's out there, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that, that would be up there. It's like, I believe some of the best teaching Mm -hmm. that's on the shelves, you know, it just goes to show like, it's just, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's excellent. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I truly believe it's going to help people, you know, it's not just going to be some cool museum, that people go and see. Yeah. Right. You know, like, yeah. Not. yeah. I mean, we did yeah. it wrong. If it is. Right. Just something like, yeah. I mean, like, it's not like it's just like a piece of artwork on the wall and people yeah. admire right. it, you know, yeah. like a gallery. Um, definitely feels like it's that nice when you mm-hmm. walk into some of those places. But like, like you said, Tommy, like it's going to be interactive. Pe- watch seeing people interact with that space today was mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking from like, our church has done not, not a ton, but we've done quite a few of art installations as mm-hmm. part of like our, lobby build out or whether it be in Maynard or wherever we've, we've done those for different events. And those have always felt exactly like that, like Mm -hmm. an an art installation and very kind of temporary. There's nothing about this that feels temporary. Mm -hmm. It just feels Mm -hmm. like, of course that's here. It was always here. Yeah. Like it totally feels a part of our DNA. Yeah. Like I don't open, I don't walk in that room and go like, this is new. I'm like, no, this is home. Yeah. 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 It just, it feels like us. It screams us. And I think the cool thing is it's never going to be a stagnant thing. Like nothing yeah. in our house is stagnant. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And I think that goes back to like, it's funny you talked about like us presenting our best because that was part of your message today. It was like, right. Jesus is God's best. Yeah. How are we to give anything less? Yeah, yeah. that's you know, right. That's something like culturally and visionally, like we reflect that and try to kind of produce that here at Colonial. And I think the storehouse is like a perfect mm-hmm. example of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, super excited about what's to come with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe we'll all write manuscripts and have them up there. <laughs> trial error. I was gonna say, yeah, that's kind of the thing. I think it's the theory. I mean, it might be true about why Apple stores were invented. Like they started putting Apple stores places so that way. Years later, they had a place to release iPhones, and wow. so I feel like wow. We just built storehouse for whenever Pastor Matt and Jill want to release their books. Like there's actual there place is. to put it. Yeah. So there you go. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yep. Yeah. No pressure. You're here I feel like yeah. Everybody I think that was just a moment of prophecy. Uh-huh. There it is. Yeah. Speak that over you. <laughs> oh man. That's awesome. Well, well, today was awesome. Today was, yeah, great. It was great. Season three of Planet and Flourishing is just it's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait for the next one. Mm-hmm. What's on the docket? What's up next? Um, well, I don't want to give too much away, but um, you never do. <laughs> but my uh, my beautiful wife's going to start getting involved in the series. So, um, awesome. and you know, if you haven't heard Jill speak, um, it's a hundred times better than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say two hundred times. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, but oh, yeah, if you haven't heard her speak, this is all I'm going to say: is like strap yourself in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to miss because she miss just drops like Holy Spirit mm-hmm. inspired, you know, moments. In her mm-hmm. messages, 
it's so funny because she 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 and I have such different like preparation mm. for a message. Mm-hmm. Um, Those of us who know you can see that hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's just like I just I, I get so blessed when she speaks. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. So she'll she's definitely going to feature because uh, this is awesome. a house series. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think we got a bit of that, and then we got some some exciting things to release. So we yeah. had the app last week, an Apple mm-hmm. TV app. Um, this week's storehouse. Um, it's like and the then, 12 weeks of Christmas. I know. Yeah. It's just like we get a little this. something each week. Yeah, it's so pretty so awesome. Yeah. We're going to have some more guests next week talking about new stuff. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah, God's good. So it's going to be good. You can't. You have to be in church. You've got to be there. Yeah. Um, whether online or, or online or in person. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Meredith, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Yeah. This Always a pleasure. Nice cameo out. visit on the... <laughs> Deep dive podcast. Around more often. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Break up this monotony. <laughs> <laughs> so good.